Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Develop podcast series. This is your host, Danielle Reynolds. So excited to be back with you all, um, and even more excited to welcome our guest, Aaron. Aaron, welcome to the Develop podcast Thanks, series. Thanks, Danielle. Um, well, let's just dive right into it. Um, tell us where you were born, where you went to school, and ultimately, how did you choose to pursue a degree in accounting? Yeah, no, that's a great uh, question, Danielle. So I actually grew up here. Uh, in Dallas, in the Metroplex, um, uh, far north Dallas, with the JJ Pierce High School. Um, after school, I went out of state for a couple years. Um, went to Purdue University, thinking I was going to be an engineer. Nice. Um, that didn't quite work out. <laughs> so I uh, came back here to came home and um, went to UNT. Uh, got my accounting degree. My mom's also a CPA, so um, they just kind of started to click and started to fit. Uh, once I took that first uh, base level accounting class, it just really kind of sealed the deal. And um, yeah, now here I am. And um, in college, I actually, you know, got to know Whitley Penn through recruiting, through Beta Office I. Um, really loved the firm back then um, and uh, didn't come here right out of school, but um, ended up here a few years later. So. Yeah. It's always great, you know, take a class and it just kind of clicks. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do and can have a career in it. So that is good to hear. So, okay, so you mentioned you met Whitley Penn on campus yep. through the recruiting process. Ultimately didn't start here, but yeah. maybe t- tell us about what your recruiting experience was like then. And then where did you start out internship kind of early on in your career? Yeah, no, for sure. So um, I felt like I was a little late to the game in the accounting world. You know, there's accounting has a very you know, kind of regimented recruiting cycle. And I felt like I was a little bit um, late to the boat, but fortunately, you know, UNT um, has a great accounting program. Um, I got really involved in Beta Alpha Psi. Um, so I got plugged in there, going to all the events, you know, learning about all the different firms, um, Willie Penn, um, et cetera. And so um, I got exposed to Willie Penn through that. Really loved the people uh, back then. And it was like the same culture, same environment, you know, Josh Agran and Toby and the all same them, presenters. same people, same people are, are still doing it. Um, but yeah, so I really love them. It just didn't work out for me to go there at the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Dallas was a lot smaller. I was a Dallas guy. I wanted to be in yeah. Dallas. Um, so that just didn't quite work out. And uh, so I ended up, I did an internship at what I thought was going to be Larson Allen, but it ended up being Clifton Larson Allen. Um, they did their merger mm-hmm. kind of right when I did my internship. And that was January of 2012 or 2012. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that was kind of fun and interesting to be a part of that. See that merger of two equal-sized firms, very similar to what we're going to do with Elliott Davis here in a little bit yeah. uh, down the road. So kind of been through that once, um, and it was really fun and interesting um, to be a part of that. So looking forward to that again. But um, yeah, so then I was at CLA for a few years, and I enjoyed it. I grew a lot. Um, actually got to do audit and tax work. Nice. Um, so that was a good experience because yeah. I think that gave me some – good groundwork and good fundamentals mm-hmm. um, for the profession. And then from there, after a couple of years, I kind of was just looking for something. I didn't know what, mm-hmm. um, you know, looked around, looked at industry jobs and, but right out of school, none of those industry, or those, you know, two, three years in those industry jobs just didn't really yeah. interest me. So uh, looking around, still knew some folks over here at Whitley Penn and mm-hmm. um, interviewed, came over and, that was almost seven years ago. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of my journey, at least here at Whitley Penn. Yeah. Well, the power of maintaining relationships, <laughs> yeah, right? Sure. So, 
I guess that's kind of how you got to Whitley Pan was through those connections that you made. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and then some of the folks, I mean, there was a, um, Adam Menzer, yeah. uh, one tax senior manager. He worked, I worked with him at CLA. He had just come over here. Okay. Um, I mean, actually it was through a recruiter really ultimately because I was working with some recruiters, but mm -hmm. I still had those relationships as well. Yeah. Um, that really helped and knew, I knew this is where I wanted to be if I was going to stay in public county. Yeah, you kind of knew about the culture of the firm, so knew what you were getting into. Right. I love that. Um, okay, wait. So you said you did an audit and a tax internship. Yeah, so, so... What drew you to stay in audit? Yeah, so CLA was... I mean, I'm not sure how they do it um, anymore, so my buddies that still work there, I apologize. But um, back in the day, they're, they're very industry-specific and, you know, kind of like how the industry, how the county industry is going. We're getting a lot yeah. more industry-focused. And, mm -hmm. and they were kind of doing that back then. Okay. So you were in industry groups and you kind of, as a staff level, intern level, you would do, you get assigned on audits, but then also, you know, we get assigned on some tax returns and, you know, prep some 1040s from the prep pool kind of thing. So yeah. uh, just always keeping you busy okay. um, and learning in that. So it wasn't necessarily like I did an audit and tax internship, but it's kind of like, the way their process worked at the time, yeah, um, you kind of got experience with both. Yeah, well, you don't know what you don't know, right? Right, but you do know that you love audit. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. I liked it a lot better, and I was better at it. I mean, taxes, um, really valuable and really good. It just it wasn't for me. It was good. Like, I do feel like getting that experience though early on was valuable because it yeah. gave me some fundamentals of the profession and kind of how to solve some of the puzzles that we have to solve. Sure. Um, by doing some of those tax, that's actually yeah. some of those tax returns. And it, I mean, maybe those skills still come to play on the client service For side sure. of being a, an advisor to your current audit clients, yeah. but knowing enough about that. So yeah. I like that. Um, so talk to us about some skills you learned early on in your career, soft skills, technical skills, you name it, um, that still play a role today. Yeah, that's a good question. And there's lots of them. Um, obviously early on in your career, be, it's important to learn those technical skills to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, put that grind a little bit, learning how the whole audit process works, learning how, you know, the soup to nuts from beginning to end work. So I'd say some of that uh, was really valuable from the early on. And, and luckily for me, you know, CLA is still a mid-site, they're a middle market firm also. So it had a similar client base where mm -hmm. I could, um, you feel like you're a part of a, a team that you made a difference on, same as we are here. So I think that was really valuable in learning that skill and then you know, really communication um, is such a huge skill to learn early on. Yeah. Um, I'm a big still, even back then and still today, I'm a big face-to-face -face guy. Like I, if I have a question, I'm going to walk down to one of the partner's offices or I'm going to go out and talk to the senior if I can. If I know they're here, um, I just really prefer that in-person yeah. communication. Um, I think that's really valuable. So learning those skills early on. Um, I think has served me really well. Yeah, communication helps with everything. I yeah. know you've done a lot with our interns on when we talk about client service, yep. and I'm sure that plays such a big role with providing good client service is to, it kind of all circles back to communication. Right, yeah, totally, it totally does. Because when issues arise or there's a problem or something comes up that might be negative, having good communication skills can help diffuse that situation and also explain to the client, hey, this is what we're thinking, mm -hmm. why, these are the issues, and kind of being sympathetic and empathetic and professional yeah. in how you communicate, especially with the clients. Yeah, to client or internally to yeah. teams too, For right? Sure. For um, sure. Okay, so early on in your career, you know, struggles 
setbacks. I'm sure we all go through them and experience them. Um, did you ever go through any in particular, maybe some that you thought, man, I'm going to get out of public accounting or tell us how you worked through those and overcome them. Yeah, no, for sure. That's a good question. Early on, I mean, I learned a lot uh, at my first firm. I needed a change from there. So, so there was some adversity there um, with some different people and uh, it just became a place that I wasn't going to be a fit. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, overcoming that at first was, was tough, but, you know, moving on and coming here to Whitley Penn, I think was really valuable. And then learning to transition a job at a young age is, um, you know, that could be some adversity in that. Yeah. Just kind of coming to a new firm a couple years in and, you know, people have friendships and relationships and yeah. just kind of getting plugged into that. Yeah. Um, so for sure that. Uh, and that's probably where those soft skills, learning yeah. those early on really come into play too. For and sure. Yeah. I, changing firms, you know, building your, your reputation, kind right. of your brand and who you are. Um, but it's also exciting. Yep. So you came over to Whitley Penn as a staff? I was a senior. Okay. Yeah, so, so I came over as a senior. So your career has gone at Whitley Penn, senior to now senior manager, <laughs> yep. which is so crazy. So how has it evolved and how have you progressed in your career? Good question. So I think for me, um, I, I've always liked auditing, but the one thing about public accounting that I really like is all the other stuff. I really love the profession of public accounting. And so Whitley Penn, I think, does a really good job of allowing our professionals to do the extra stuff, to do the yeah. extracurriculars, whether it's doing recruiting or mm -hmm. I've always been, um, even at CLA, I'm old firm, I was, I knew if I wanted to stay in the profession, I had to get myself out there. Yeah. I had to go develop. I had to go network. I had to take that on myself. So that's one of the things, other thing I did early on in my career that I think was really valuable. It's yeah. just getting out there early on. Yeah. I mean, you're it's never too early um, to get out there. I tell the staff and seniors that all the time and go out um, and we do our best to bring people along, mm -hmm. but that aspect especially is important for people to own it themselves and yeah. find what works for them and go out and do it and just be consistent and find what works. And if something doesn't work, move on from it and find something else that's gonna work. So um, I think that's something else that I, was able to do um, as well. Yeah. That's kind of was helpful. Getting involved, super <laughs> important. Yes. Like you touched on, there's different ways to get involved, whether recruiting or BD. Um, what about involvement in different organizations? How, how have you been involved? Yeah. What are the importance, so importance in that? There's some different ones. So I've been involved in um, the Risk Management Association. It's a group of basically bankers and attorneys and CPAs are kind of in that risk um, world, yeah. a lot of credit underwriting stuff. So for me, you know, the firm sponsored that for a long time. I kind of, you know, a while back, I mean, that was five or six years ago, someone said, hey, there's this opportunity here and I just got plugged in um, and kind of progressed in that in their young professionals group and was like the chair a couple years ago. Um, so just stuff like that, being able to get involved. Um, I was involved in that group for a while. Um, so I still am on the risk management association big board so that I was on the young professionals one for five or six years and now I'm transitioned up. Yeah, so, so I think we should always stay involved no matter the organization. Yeah. But. And, and the biggest thing for me is, you know, like I was saying earlier, when I kind of started to figure out what is development, what is like, what do I want to do for myself? You know, yeah. it's easy to go to some of those events that are just a huge room full of people. Mm -hmm. So early on, you know, I would go to some of those events and it wasn't something that worked for me. So mm -hmm. I, I 
kind of moved away from it. Yeah. Um, and so, but getting involved in some groups is good and getting um, plugged in. So yeah. pick up, find a couple groups that you enjoy and you like and dive in and get plugged in. Get on boards, get on committees, yeah. really commit to it. And then you'll have some fruit from that. Yeah. And, you know, it can certainly be intimidating. Um, but I think you got to start somewhere. And when you find a good fit, just like when you find a good fit at a firm, you just kind of, it just kind of clicks and you know if it's going to work out well for you. Um, so as you progress, any other tips you would give to your younger self or someone who is starting out in their career in this day and age right now, 2022? Yeah, um, I think nothing's instant, right? So I think it's really easy for us to come in and want something like instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, me, I'm 33, 34, like, I sometimes want instant gratification, but I, you got to sit back and realize that that's not yeah. reality. So realizing, you know, this profession, it's a profession, it's a career, there's a path. So you have to kind of grow and learn. Yeah. And so taking the time early on in your career to put your head down, make sure you pass your CPA exam, make sure you're putting in that work, putting in that, you know, the 10,000 hour rule kind of idea mm -hmm. um, early on in your career and really learning as much as you can technically um, and also putting in those soft skills and as well, kind of yeah. nothing's instant. So I, I kind of like, you know, when we do those presentations for the interns and stuff, mm -hmm. and one of the things, I got this from Joe, he always, he says career life balance. He yeah. doesn't say work life balance. So yeah. that's one of the things I've kind of adopted okay. um, because this is a career. It's not just a job. Yeah. And that's kind of some of the things we try to tell because you know, there's turnover in this industry and, mm -hmm. and, you know, we do our, we do really well of that here, but at the same time, I think some of that, there's some instant gratification that people want, um, yeah. that you just kind of got to put your head down and, and earn a yeah, little bit. Yeah. I love that. I don't know if anyone's ever said that on, on the podcast <laughs> yet or said it in that way, yeah. but it's so true. Um, and, and things will work out the way mm -hmm. they're supposed to work out. And this, like I said, this is a great profession. There's a lot of potential in it. A yeah. lot of uh, success down the road if you kind of put the work in early on and, and realize that. 100%. Okay, so you transitioning to a leadership position now, both exciting and challenging, I'm mm -hmm. sure. What are some things that you love most about what you get to do now? Yeah, I really like, I like the people aspect of it. Like mm -hmm. I was saying earlier, like I know how to audit, I'm good at it. We can, we serve our clients well in that, but I really like the people part of it and the like the leadership part of it right yeah. um so whether it's leading the staff um through a job or you know today i did a bunch of interviews so doing that kind of stuff and being a leader in that role and and every day is different yeah. you come in uh, your calendar might have nothing and then your day just those are probably crazy. the busiest <laughs> they probably are <laughs> and then you're just going all over the place or some other days you know your calendar's back to back to back um and just roll with it yeah just roll with it and then so i think from a leadership standpoint i really um that's an aspect i really like and feel like i've kind of grown and getting i'm getting more comfortable with and i think that's something too kind of going you know back to you know our impending merger like um i think that gives a lot of opportunities for someone like myself yeah some of our younger partners senior managers as these firms come together and as we grow 
And that's kind of exciting yeah. to, to be able to see what that looks like. The sustainability of the firm. And yeah. that leads me into my next, you know, something we've been talking about as a firm um, is developing a growth mindset. Yep. So, which is important for both internal and external growth. So how do you hope to grow in the next year? That's a good question. I think for me, um, I hope to grow just in that, in those leadership roles, Mm -hmm. kind of, um, being more of an industry expert, I've gotten very focused in the healthcare industry. So growing in that aspect, um, you know, one thing I really hope to grow in is kind of, I've always kind of developed and networked and those kinds of things, but really, um, I hope to grow and focus that effort a little bit more on, you know, more tangible things that could lead to wins, Mm -hmm. um, bringing in clients. So that's kind of my growth in, um, kind of transitioning how I network a little bit. And I know I've grown a good network and I have good contacts, but maybe focusing more on the clients and the prospects, um, because I have been doing this long enough and, you know, some of my friends are now in those decision-making positions or have trained transition roles where Mm -hmm. it's like, um, that kind of stuff will start to come. And because I put in the, the work down before. It all goes back to that. I think yep. it's certainly intentional growth. Yep. I'm going to hold you accountable. Yeah, for you all should. Those things. You should. Um, okay. So life has certainly changed for you, yep. not only career-wise, but also personally growing your family. <laughs> yep. Two kiddos at home now, mm-hmm. young kiddos yep. too. Young. So how do you manage balancing both your career and family? Yeah. So I think it starts with one, um, Willie Penn has a family focused culture. Um, you know, there's a lot of managers, senior managers with young kids and, you know, we're very flexible here. So, you know, for me, I'll work until 435. I'll go home and spend a couple hours with my kids. And then if I need to, I'll work more in the evenings after they go to bed. It's just kind of that culture we've established. And it gives me that opportunity and that flexibility. Cause I know if I'm serving my clients, I'm doing my job. I can have that flexibility. Um, and then two, I think it takes a good spouse. It takes a good spouse that understands this profession. You know, my wife was in this profession before, so she gets it. Um, and so having a good spouse, um, whether they've been in public accounting or not, just having them understand what you're working towards and you're working towards it together and with mm-hmm. them as a team. And so I think that's a, an aspect as well. And I think lastly, it just takes intentionality, right? Yeah. You know, putting it's easy to put your career first. Um, and I'm bent to do want to do that, but you got to take a step back and realize that your family and your kids are ultimately the most important. And so putting them first, even when it's inconvenient, um, cause ultimately people are going to understand like yeah. if my kid is sick or whatever, or something comes up, you know, no one here is gonna, or balk at that or, or your clients are going to understand. Yeah. Right. So, Families first. Yeah. And I think, you know, everything you said about communication, that's why it's so important to start with that. Because when you build those relationships, when life happens and things come up last minute and, you know, fires you got to put out. Right. People understand. Right. Um, Like we're all human. But when you have a really solid foundation first, family and clients, it all makes it just work better. Mm -hmm. So communication is key. For sure. Okay. So now we're going to do just get to know Aaron. Okay. Four rapid fire questions. Okay. You got to answer these quick. <laughs> okay. Don't think about them. Okay. Favorite thing to do outside of the office? Mm, play hockey. Hot or iced coffee? Hot. Chick-fil-A or Raising Canes? Raising Canes. Ooh. Summer or winter? Summer. 
Auditor tax. Audit. That was a trick one. <laughs> Threw that in last minute. Um, okay, great. You passed that. Good. You can take a breath now. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so lastly, I always like to, to round it out um, with some resources that you can give our audience. So yep. I know you're a big podcast guy. <laughs> yeah. So what are some books or podcasts or any show recommendations you can give to our audience? Could be both personal and professional. Yeah. You've got both. Podcasts, so okay, maybe I should just look. So podcasts, I'm a big podcast guy. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. Um, like I'm a big hockey guy, so I listen to a lot of hockey podcasts. Um, oh, there's hockey-specific podcasts. Oh, yeah, there's tons. Man. There's way too many. <laughs> um, let's see. I like, um, from a business um, standpoint, there's a couple I like to listen to. Um, you know, a couple of news ones from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, they have a daily What's News podcast. They have one of Another one called The Journal that kind of shows some um, topical business topics and, and really yeah. manageable chunks. Got to stay up to date. Yep. It's really important to stay up to date. Um, that's another thing I tell some of the young people is like, you know, pay attention to the business world. Like mm-hmm. whether it's um, just peruse through the Wall Street Journal or throw on CNBC every once in a while or read the Dallas Business Journal. Yeah. You know, these resources, it's, it's important to be... Um, in the know on these topics and especially in the business world and you know dallas is a very business centric mm-hmm. environment especially you know here in preston center right and so um just being plugged in in that is important also just digressing a little bit but um yeah i mean there's some bloomberg podcasts i listen to um that are really good as well i don't have all the names of them but so if anyone needs podcast recommendations yes just ask just me yeah I got, a, I got a lot of them i'm just scrolling there's too many Whitley Penn podcast is great. Yeah, WP Talks. Um, books, I uh, wish I could read more. Um, really, it's hard to dive into books. Um, my wife throws me the like child development books sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, you read this and send me the, 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 the cliff note version and I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. I'll do whatever you tell me to. Okay, you sound like my husband. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah, I'm totally for it. And she's great at it. She's like, I mean, our kids, they don't watch it. They don't watch screens like they're weird. She yeah. does a really good job. So um, I'll do whatever she tells me to uh, <laughs> when it comes to that. But um, TV shows. There's marriage advice. Yes. One of our yes. <laughs> um, and then TV shows. Not a lot. I mean, we watch. We're, we're watching that terminal list with um, it's on Amazon. It's got Chris Pratt. It's like a thriller. Um, he's a Navy SEAL. Um, okay. It's a book, I, I guess. It they turned into a TV show. Yeah. Um, if you like thrillers, I mean, it's a little gory and like so. There's some some shoot 'em up scenes, but um, that's a, we watched that recently. Um, we were just talking about this before we started. Watch, finally saw Top Gun Maverick. I highly recommend that. Yeah. Which one? Which one's your favorite? The original or the new one? Man, I don't know. They're both so good. The, orig- the new one's probably a little bit better because it's a little more updated. But you can't not say the original is the best. The right? original is really good. Yeah. The original is really good. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What else? Well, good. Well, I'm glad you, yeah. you got to have free time. You got to yep. get, can't be accounting all, <laughs> all the, the time. time. No. Um, so I'm glad you get to enjoy your podcast and enjoy your shows. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Letting us get to know Aaron a little bit better. And we hope you guys all enjoy this episode and return for more. Oh.